0: Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. Now, I've been contemplating this for at least a decade. And I wonder if this is the worst trait um, that we see in humans. And I think you probably experience these feelings yourself. I believe that um, any and every emotion that's in one human is in all humans, as long as we are um, mentally fit and well. So the traits you see in others that disgust you, that you hate, I would argue you also have in yourself. Um, And so this has been an interesting battle for me to go through in my own mind, because when I see human beings publicly have this sadistic enjoyment of this trait, I think it's it's not nice. It's one of the least attractive human traits I think I've ever seen. Um, and I'll give you some context that's created this. And I think this is important, by the way, this live video podcast. So um, yesterday there was um, a video that went out online about Grant Cardone um, going bust. Um, it, it looked spurious and dubious and tenuous. Look at me with all the long words. Um, but there was a lot of people that posted in my various communities and all over the web. Um, oh, Grant Cardone's going bust. Well, they had no research, no proof, no evidence. They saw one dubious video. But then it shocked me. Well, do you know it didn't shock me, but it did. It shocked me how many people seemed to take an absolute pleasure in another human being that may go bust, that hires hundreds of staff, that has raised apparently a billion or more in finance from other people to invest into real estate. Why would someone get an intense pleasure out of that? How would they feel if they went bust or were really struggling and someone and people got intense pleasure out of their pain. Why do so many people get pleasure out of other people's pain and misery? Now, the, ir- the ironic thing about this with Grant is that it was one dubious video that looked completely fake. And out come the keyboard warriors, the desktop um, you know, judges no research, no DD, even though they criticise people who don't do research in DD. And just blurting their pleasure at Grant Cardone possibly going bust. And a couple of people like, oh, well, Progressive and Rob, they have associated with Grant. What, what, what do you think now? Well, what I think now is check your facts first. Um, so I'm going to tell you this trait in a minute. Maybe you can guess it. But um, So I decided... There's so much talk out there online now. Honestly, everyone's got an opinion, um, except there's so little basis for diligence and research and other people's feelings and facts and balance. Now, I get it. I get it because we're emotionally heightened and we're in lock. If you imagine what is the recipe for a keyboard warrior? One, probably some anger and some stuff happening when they were young that, you know makes them unsatisfied let's be nice they could say other words two a load of time three some boredom a lockdown um yeah i mean that's a perfect recipe for a keyboard warrior now look Grant in particular is polarising and generally you tend to love him or hate him. But even if you hate him, you probably don't know him. By the way, I'm not in any way defending Grant. I know Grant well. I'm quite good friends with Grant. I feel no need to defend him. He can defend himself. I'm not, this is not what this is about, which some people will see this as. I would defend anyone who's not gone bust when everyone's shouting that they've gone bust when there is no proof that they've gone bust. And if someone is getting an absolute beating and people don't know who they are, then I would defend that person. I know I would because I don't that that just doesn't sit well with me. So anyway, there's so many people out there talking a load of nonsense. um, And I thought I like action more than talk. So um, I messaged Grant and I'm doing an interview with him tonight. Um, Now, if you're listening to the podcast, this will be a future episode. Uh, And by the way, this will be my third podcast with Grant. He's only the second person, I think. Uh, him and Kevin Clifton and maybe Dr. John Demartini, the only people I've done three interviews with. So that tells you, you know, that I hold their content in high regard. I will not go as a judger. I will not go as a pro-grant or an anti-grant. To be honest, um, I'm more pro-grant than anti-grant because he's a businessman and he serves a lot of people. And, you know, he doesn't do um, everything correct, but nor do I and nor does anyone. Um, But I, I just thought, why don't you hear from the man himself? Why don't you actually ask your questions with an open mind to the man himself? I just want to let you know, by the way, this interview will be the most direct. The questions will be the most brutal. Um, I will address all these things that the critics and the haters and the judges have been saying. I will go there. I'm usually not very aggressive in terms of going for the jugular in my interviews. But I'm I'm going to do that this time because I think these questions need to be answered. So this trait then, that perhaps is the worst human trait, is the joy of seeing other people fail. Why do so many people have such sense of satisfaction to see others fail? Well, it's my belief from all the people I've studied and all the people I know, that the more successful someone is, the less joy they see in seeing other people's fail. Uh, you know, the more someone is on mission, the less they're bothered um, and the less pleasure they get if other people are struggling. Why would you get such pain, sorry, pleasure out of other people's suffering? I think, um, Paula said, I looked at these posts and didn't see people getting joy. Um, I did, Paul. Um, I saw 10, 15 people, definitely. And I suppose it might depend, Paul, on the definition of joy, because I guess you're, uh, I I don't know if I said joy, pleasure, Um, A sense of satisfaction or um, smugness. I definitely saw a lot of that, Paul. Um, By the way, I'm not just talking about one group. I manage many groups. So I definitely saw that. Um, And then if you go on the YouTube videos, there's a lot more and you may not have seen those. Um, I don't think that was you, by the way, Paul. I'm not talking anything specific. You know, I don't name names. Um, But interesting, isn't it? What we see because of what we filter um, and, you know, I, I probably am more pro-Grant than anti-Grant, so I probably have filtered, because there's also a lot of support for Grant, and there's a, a lot of support for what I'm doing. But um, I saw enough posts, enough comments to go, do you know what? This shocks me. It shocks me. Um, and, and then I, th- I thought, I have to be honest about this. Have I myself felt a sense of satisfaction when I've seen others struggle? Honestly, yes because that is a human trait. And I'll tell you when, and, and I'm trying to be as self-aware and honest as possible here. Um, so when I am at my most empty, when I'm struggling my most, when you know I feel the least good about myself and I'm my least successful, I think then it rears its ugly head where I might get a sense of satisfaction of other people's struggling. And I think it's because it makes you feel better and less weak and vulnerable and, and, and a failure. Um, so, you know, when I'm full and successful and on mission and feeling good about myself, I don't really feel that at all. Now, look, if there's someone out there, I think they're doing absolute malpractice and they're scamming the hell out of everyone. Then, yeah, I would probably feel, I definitely wouldn't feel joy or pleasure I might feel a small sense of justice. But to be honest, I think if you've got all this time to think about everyone else's pursuits and they're succeeding or failing, um, Tony has said, Indian crab. Yes, the crab's in the bucket. Um, I would say, um, if you're busy on your own mission, you haven't got time to be distracted by the success or failure of other people's mission. Um, Gareth has said, maybe this is the trait jealousy. Maybe this is the tall poppy syndrome. But I, I do see it more in people who are not full themselves or people who you know, haven't maybe um, lived up to their own potential. But I think it's okay to be honest that most people have felt this feeling. And I do, I, I do not want this emotion to come out in me. I never want to be that person. Um, and I'm glad over the years as maybe I've spent more time focusing on my mission And serving others and, you know, trying to meet my own needs of success and recognition and, you know, books, podcasts, training courses, properties, all those um, outward um, manifested measures of success. They keep me busy, which not really makes me worry about what other people are doing. I also think that no one is perfect. And I do see a lot of judgment from people like, like they are perfection personified. Um, One of the reasons I don't like to go out and criticize a load of people is because I know I'm flawed. I know I make mistakes. We ran a live stream yesterday for a lot of people and we had tech issues. I hated that. I felt awful. I felt my brand may have been marginally damaged. Now, there are plenty of human beings that go, you know, look, Rob's trying to do a good thing here. He's raising a lot of money for the NHS don't worry. You know, we, we forgive you. But some people are like, my time is precious. I don't want to sit here through 15 minutes of tech issues. Um, you know, and, and, and that hurt me. But I, I knew I, I, we, we tested every connection. We tested every speaker. I couldn't really do anything about it. But I did hate myself for that. And I beat myself up. But then I, but then towards the end of the day and this morning, I thought I did my very best. I mean, we pulled we pulled off this live stream in a week. You know, we had 3000 people register. We pulled off four or five speaking slots we've raised so far, seven and a half, which will be 15 when I match it for the NHS. Jeez, man, stop beating yourself up. And often I think the people who beat other people up uh, can be the people who um, don't have a high opinion of themselves, but one of the reasons I don't like to beat other people up is because I know I'm not perfect. And I think maybe some people don't have a good perception that we're all trying our best to do as we can the best we can with what we know. I, I try to support every business owner. Um, and, you know, why would I want another business owner to fail? OK, if I felt like I was going to get market share, let's, let's be brutally honest. Um, if you gave me the choice that someone could go and fr- in a friendly way kidnap all my competitors and, yeah, go and put them in hostage somewhere, but comfortable hostage, maybe a nice Airbnb, not like, um, you know, not torture, put them up in a nice Airbnb, but give them no internet and and no ability to be my competitors for the next 10 years. Might I take that? Yeah, I might take that. Um, But actually, I also know that my competitors serve to keep me humble, honest, to innovate, to improve, to grow. So I believe one of the least, now I'm not talking about murder here, but one of the least attractive human traits is the, the pleasure in seeing other people um, fail or their miser- misery and pain i am not really got an outcome for you like if I were to say I don't think that's a nice human trait maybe you'd want to work on that that might be a nice thing to say but that's also my projection um, you know some critics you-, you know if they're balanced it's good that they challenge um, you know what's said and what's done and you know how people put themselves out there we need challenge to grow if there's one thing I could change in the world, you know, I ask people at the end of my podcast if there's one thing on this planet that you'd love to change the most, hmm, I've considered that because I asked that to a lot of people. Definitely in the top five would be why do we have to criticize and hate and judge? so freely and so publicly without evidence and research. By the way, if someone's going out there bullshitting and screwing people over and then someone else has gone and done a lot lot of proper good due diligence and some research and they have got facts, um, I support that fully. But some people go on Companies House, they do one search on someone's name, they find three companies, they say, that's what that person is worth. When your net worth is not on Companies House and that person might own 10 companies and they might have 30 directorships and they've found three. And they go around like they've done all their DD and research and they know what everything is. And they go and bitch and moan and complain and defame people. I, I don't like that at all. And that is one thing I would like to change. Would the world be a better place? Hmm, the world would be a kinder place. But you can't take away the, the need for criticism and challenge for growth. Hmm, so that's something to think about. Uh, so tonight, if you're watching the live um, on my page here at 6 pm, I'm going live with Grant Cardone and I'm gonna ask him. Probably the most direct, blunt and brutal questions I've ever asked anyone on a podcast. I'm doing that because I thought the smart play was to uh, get the man himself and ask from the horse's mouth. Now, let's see how much people really want the truth. So, you know, all these people have commented in these threads. Uh, and yeah, some people love Grant and some people don't. And some people think that me doing this is a smart play. And some people think I shouldn't associate with him. That's all fine. Let's see how many of those put a question. Let's see how many of, people, of those watch the live. Let's see how many of those actually get it from the horse's mouth. Um, was this whole, um, Grant Cardone is going to bust a PR stunt. Was it a marketing campaign? Was it someone who created um, a fake news video because it kind of looked edited? Will all the answers will be revealed. I'm going to ask him about the hate, the critique, critique, the trolling. I'm also going to ask him, how's he dealing with the lockdown? How many staff has he had to furlough? Are they furloughing in America? How has his business been affected? Has he got to sell assets? Is he still Mr. 10X or should he be Mr. 2X? Is cash really still trash? I am going to ask him all this stuff because I think it's important. So thanks for tuning in. I hope you found this episode useful. Um, if you did, please share it. I, I do think that if people judged less and got less pleasure in other people's pain, um, and, and were more careful with what they said, I do think the world would be a, bit, a better place. So if you agree with me, I'd really be grateful if you could share this um, video and podcast as far and wide as you can. There is a lot of um, leaking emotions out there. There's a lot of conspiracy theories. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of hate. There's a lot of trolling. We're we seeing a lot more of that. Like I said, there's pain, there's boredom. There's um, an uncertain future brings this out in people. I understand it as a human trait, but, um, you know, when you're just trying to do the right thing, when you're trying to build your business, you're trying to serve people, it is a distraction and it is sometimes hard. And I think if there's a bit less of that, um, then I think that the world will be a better place. So please share this as far as you can, because I, I want to increase the energy and the frequency. I think that, you know, you can go out there and serve and sell and scale and make a difference. Even in lockdown, you know, there's a lot of people saying that it's unethical. You should, in this time when people are dying, you should not be doing anything. I don't agree with that. In this time when people are struggling, you could make a difference to someone's life. You could lift them up. You could literally save them. I have had hundreds of messages since I've been increasing my content from people who said, Rob, your content has really got me through. Rob, your energy, your enthusiasm, it's made me believe in myself. Rob, I really wobbled. I really like what you're doing. Um, And yeah, of course, I've had some criticism too. That all comes with the territory. Um, But I think that's a great place to be, to, to lift other people up. Let's lift other people up. So tune in tonight for Grant Cardone, part three, Um, and then if you're listening to the podcast, this will be a future episode. Thanks for tuning in, and remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk it.